Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the next 23. I woke up this morning and had this thought. I've been thinking about it all day long, and the more I think about it, the happier it makes me. And it's something that, you know how when you get something in your head and you just can't shake it or you think about it all the time or a lot, and it literally, with everything you do during the day, you just sort of get back to that thought. That is what's happening to me today. And usually when that happens to me, it means it's something kind of profound or something that I'm feeling deep in my soul. And so I thought I would share this with you guys today because obviously I (laughs) just share random stuff that happens or that I think about. And this one felt like a really, really good one. So when I woke up this morning, I just had this thought of, I am truly and deeply falling in love with this new life that I'm creating. It hit me really hard that that's such a beautiful way to think about your life when you are rebuilding it, when it has either fallen apart or you have dismantled it or you have jumped into a big change or a big pivot and you are recreating your life in a new way. It can look like anything, right? It doesn't have to be my situation. It can really be anything. But so many times we do that. Our life changes, whether it's from our own doing or it's something that happened to us. And I know it. It when that change happens, it can be dramatic. It can be traumatic. It can be hard. It can be challenging. And then also at times it can be exciting and wonderful and beautiful. And I think it's easy for us to look at change in those terms, but I've never actually looked at something like that in terms of the fact that I am truly falling in love with this new thing that I'm creating. And by thing, I mean life. And it it makes me so happy and it makes me so excited and it brings me such peace, which is my word of the year. And I, I've been trying to think, is it possible to be peaceful and excited all in the same time? And my answer to that is hell yeah. Hell yes. It is absolutely possible to be peaceful, but also so excited. You just can't stand it. And I know that because that's the place I'm in right now. It's a beautiful and lovely place to be. And it's one that I wasn't so sure I'd get to so quickly. And by quickly, I mean, it's been a year. (laughs) So um, it's been a year since I decided with my ex-husband to get a divorce. It's been seven months since I've been single and living on my own. And it's been four months since 
I've been officially no longer married. And so however you want to look at it in whichever time frame, it has been a hot minute since my life changed. And, you know, it, it's, it is funny because some people look at that and say, oh, it has not been that long. And, you know, how can you be so in love with this new life you're leading already? And then other people are like, holy hell, sister, it's been a year. It's time. Right. <laughs> and honestly, I fluctuate between those two thoughts on the daily and it just is what it is. And if you've gone through a big life change, then I know you hear me. I know you're with me and I know you totally feel me. So it is what it is. So whether I look at it as it's been a really long time and it's about time or, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm already at this point and at this stage. Either way, I'm super, super grateful that I'm here right now. And a little bit ago, as I was thinking about this whole new shift and this new way of of looking at this new life I'm creating, I I mean, I've known for a while that I was getting stronger and getting braver and building my confidence and that I knew that I could do this new single life. But what I hadn't really recognized is that it truly is a love affair that I am falling into with this new life that I have and that I am creating. I don't even fully have it yet. I'm it I don't know what it's going to be. It I hope hopefully I will never stop creating this new life of mine. Um and I will always keep trying to make it better and new and and different and amazing. But I I love this idea of looking at it like it's it truly is a love affair and That is not a way I've looked at my life in a very, very long time. There were moments throughout my life that I actually think I I did look at it that way. You know, when I graduated high school and moved off to college and started that life, which is really probably, let's face it, that's the first time in your life that you really create a new life for yourself. And so I probably felt it then. A few short years later, I probably did feel it when I first got married because that was that was a whole new thing. And then I definitely felt it when I had when I had kids and became a mom. That was a new thing. But that was that was even slightly different because you're so distracted with everything that goes along with becoming a mom that it's hard to come up for air and, and look at your life in these terms. So this really is it's been a long, long time since I've looked at my life this way. And this might be the first time I've actually recognized that this is how I feel about it. And it is lovely, you guys. It's wonderful. I also have been thinking today about other times in my life that have been hard. And again, going back to that sort of time frame, right, of this this whole divorce thing and whether you look at it like it's been a long time or not really that long. I've been thinking about other times in my life where really, really hard or traumatic or tragic things have happened in my life. And every time, every single time, at different times, I have gotten through those things and I have come out the other side and I have been able to put myself back together, repair heartache, build back confidence, dry my tears and move forward. And life has always gotten better again. It's always 
I don't want to say worked out because some of the situations, they weren't things that need to be worked out. They were loss and, and grief. And while I still carry a lot of that with me at times, it has changed and it is different. So I want to say two things about all of these thoughts I've been having today. And I know this, this sounds a little all mixed up, but first thing is, if you are going through a really hard, challenging, terrible, shitty time right now, please know that someday it will get better. And who knows what that someday looks like? And that someday is different for everyone. And getting better also is different for everyone. So I can promise you that someday will come. I can also promise you that better will be different. It will not be the same as it was before this hard time happened in your life. So if you are waiting and hoping for your life to get back to the way it was before this hard time, honey, you are going to keep on waiting for the rest of your life. And I just want you to know that it will never, ever be like it was before. But, and this is a time I actually am very, very grateful for buts, but that does not mean it will not get better. And it does not mean it will not be beautiful again. And it does not mean it will not be a life worth living and cherishing again. It just means it will be different. So I want you to hold on to that. I also want you to know that there's no pressure of someday. Someday doesn't have to be tomorrow or next week or next year or in five years or in 10 years. It just doesn't. It's, it's on your own timeline. And really, someday doesn't have a timeline, to be honest. It just kind of pops up on you unexpectedly. And for those of you who are going through hard times that focus around grief and loss. I want you to know that when I say that I am falling in love with my new life and that someday things will be better, by no means do I am I implying or do I mean to say that someday you will not feel the grief of that loved one that you lost because that will always be there, always. It will change and it will be different and it will come in waves in different ways. But if you loved big, you will always, always grieve hard for that person. And it doesn't mean that you also can't still fall in love with a new life and fall in love with the new things that are coming to you and that are happening for you. So I hope that you can see that and feel that or put a flag in this podcast and save it for a time when you are ready to hear it. Because truly, there have been times in my life when if I had listened to something like this, I would have just been, you know, I would have turned it off or I would have said, okay, you are so full of shit. You don't know what you're talking about. There's no way this is going to get better. And that was because I wasn't ready to hear those words because in my mind at the time, better meant that person would be back with me or that event wouldn't have happened or life would be like it used to be. And you have to get to a point in your someday where you realize that life will never be the same, but that doesn't mean it can't be wonderful and beautiful and a life well-lived. So 
Today, I am really, really grateful for this idea that I am truly and deeply falling in love with this new life I'm creating. And that makes me very excited because it's new and it is so, so different, you guys. Oh, every day there's something that I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's new. That's different. <laughs> that's a new way to think about this whole single adulting life. That That's something. And sometimes they're not great, as you have heard me talk about here. And other times they are so unexpected and unexpectedly beautiful that it takes my breath away a little bit in such a beautiful way. And I am oh so grateful for this new view on life and this new way to look at this thing that I'm creating. I listened to a podcast, Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach and Glennon's sister, Amanda, and I don't know her last name, but their podcast, uh, We Can Do Hard Things, which is amazing. But in it, they talked about when you go through a hard time or a hard season, it's really the shadow side of good. So, you know, you can't, I think we all have heard in our lives that you can't really appreciate the good unless you experience the bad. And this whole idea of things bad happening in life. Yeah. Bad shit happens in life all the time. And you have to have that shadow side of life to really feel the sun and feel the sunshine and and feel the good and the happy. And if you lived your life just always in the sunshine, you would become immune to it and you would stop appreciating it and you really wouldn't feel it and see it because you had no reference point. You had no shadow side. You had no dark side to that you had walked through or spent time in so that when you do pivot and you do turn and you're back in the sunshine, you can really feel it and it's amazing. And honestly, none of that was in Glennon's podcast, except for the whole shadow side of things. So if you are listening to her podcast and you come across it, I don't even remember which one it was. I'm sure I butchered it. And you're going to be like, that is not anything, Kelly, like what you described. But this whole notion of the shadow side of things, I really loved that concept that she talked about because it's such a, a beautiful visual and it really makes sense. There's a billion cliches that have been created around it, but you really can't experience pure joy, I think, unless you've walked through hell and back. And if you've walked through hell and back, then pure joy comes in sometimes just the smallest of places, the smallest of happinesses, the the tiniest bit of of joy and love and beauty. And you don't need a whole lot of it. So I I, I think I'm super digressing here because there's so much around this whole notion of of falling in love with this new life I'm creating. And I think that holding on to that phrase, this is going up on my bathroom mirror. I'm going to write it up there because even when, not if, but when the hard times come, and that might be tomorrow. It might be tonight when my daughter goes to her dad's. It It's always second day that she's 
gone that's the hardest for me. So tomorrow, when that happens, I'm going to hang on to this idea and this notion that even on those hard days when I'm home alone and it sucks and I hate it because I miss her and I'm missing my son and I'm not around people because of stupid pandemic and all of that, I'm still going to hold on to this notion that I'm still still falling in love with this new life because I know that in two days I'm going to wake up and she's going to be back and I will have done a whole lot of things that I've wanted to do that I really could never have gotten done before or never been able to do before. And so, yeah, so it's, it's kind of a really great thing. So I hope that this helps you guys reframe some of the hard that you're in right now. I hope if you are on the sunny side of, of hard and you've turned in your full face into the sun, I hope you can look at your life this way as well. And if you are in the shadow side of things right now, just know someday it will get better. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too.